Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And a welcome to the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with a couple of fantastic co-hosts. First of all, we've got the most, I, I guess I guess the answer is the most sublime of co-hosts. We have Sublime Manic. It feels correct. Hello. Yes, and then then we've got the co-host with arguably the best tempo. Uh, I, I would like to see the other ones fight him for that title. I don't know that anybody cares enough, but we have Seth Vilo. Had I had more time to prepare this, I would have responded in iambic pentameter, but here we are. And we are welcoming you back to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. And by we, it's the royal we, because I know you guys weren't there. You guys hadn't entered my life yet. And I, I'm I'm actually sad about that, to be completely honest. <laughs> That's uh, fair. <laughs> and we we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to, I don't know, even even the anime occasionally. Like, we, we've been kind of light on the anime until as of late, because I've been super excited because new season. Yeah. And uh, I think this happens once every three years. I get to go, man, this is going to be cool. Except Alola wasn't really kind of, and it was it was a decent concept actually. But we can get into that it another was, time. It was different. It was kind of fun. And it was, now we don't have to do it anymore. Yes, <laughs> uh, I, it was like it was fun when it started because I was just like, cool, we got like Ash slice of life, and Y'all, then let's save it for the topic. And then later, I was just like, oh man, <laughs> more Ash slice of life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yes, welcome to the show. If you're new, welcome back. If you're old, we we do all the things here, and I'm very excited. I'm happy to be back. Uh, I'm glad Sublime and Sigma and Whimsicott could cover for me uh, last week because I went to a wedding. It was a good time. Uh, the wedding happened. Somebody got married. The bride did not run away. The groom did not run away. Yeah, uh, it's a good so start. To a these wedding. are all good things. I also got to see Ryan. Hi, Ryan. He was he was also in the wedding party actually. Hi, Ryan. Um, Yeah, we got it out of the way pretty quick. He actually digs through these episodes to look for it. And then he texts me on Monday (laughs) when he finds it. (laughs) Like, this is not a joke. And so, so there we go. We got that out of the way. But yeah, it was a good time. It was a good wedding. It was actually for, um, for veteran host of the show, Sarge. It was his wedding. So yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good time. So we were there. We partied. We uh, we got to dance to the Beach Boys because there were Beach Boys at the wedding. A very rare occurrence, by the way. Uh, not like the actual Beach Boys, but like their music. I was about to ask. Uh, 
How fancy of a wedding was this? Dude, that would have been cool. I want to I mean, go to that so wedding. I mean, they're so old. They're probably affordable. You might be able to get them. Uh, well, so the problem is they're, like, all split up. So this is this is my one aside for the show today. Um uh, <laughs> That's not you Pokemon might be able related. to get one of them. <laughs> I, I only get one. So you'd have to. You could only get like maybe two at most, because they all like do their own thing now. Like Brian Wilson does his own tour by himself. Um, I think right now he's he's paired up with two of the other ones that typically tour together, which are uh, Al Jardine and Mark David. Mark David's kind of like the. Uh, He's kind of weird. We can talk about it later. Um, and then Bruce Johnson and Mike Love, who is the lead singer for the Beach Boys. Um, they tour together, and they are the ones that if you go see a Beach Boys concert, those are the two you're going to see because they somehow won the rights to the name, and the other ones did not. Uh, That's weird. It's really weird. And so those are like the five that still tour as like a so Beach Boys So then there's Boys the Beach act. guys as and the, the Beach the, dudes. Well, one of the, well, Brian Wilson just tours as Brian Wilson because he is, in fact, Brian mm. Wilson. And, Got it. And uh, Beach Bros. That was the, that's the shoot-off. That bros. should be what I think they just call themselves like it's like Al Jardine and family or something like that <laughs> because at the beach uh, because what ha- what happened was uh, Al Jardine and Mark David got together and they tore and they they like the rest of the band that's up there with them are just their kids like no joke it's just their kids it's 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 a uh, it's a family experience. So that that's your for that's family your, friendly music. That it checks out. Uh, so you could probably actually book. I would say you could probably book Al Jardine for a wedding. I would not be surprised if that was not on the table somehow. You could probably book Al Jardine and Mark David f- for a wedding. Um, we should look into this next wedding we go to. Uh, whoever whoever's next in Puckle to get married, we're gonna have we're gonna have Al Jardine show up. And, and then I'll show up. Uh, just put down a plus one. Don't specify who. It's Al Jardine. Uh, <laughs> Al Jardine and his whole family showed up, and they're gonna play your wedding. Um, I hope you like. I hope you like surfing USA. Uh, but moving on. Uh, what have you guys been up to other than going to weddings? Sublime, tell me about your life. Um, well, you know, I gave a really big update last week. That's so I true. Hope you heard it. Uh, I was like, well, that's been mostly the thing. Um, right now I'm sleep deprived because of the time difference <laughs> to record. In the I, I absolutely, yeah, no, I just, Ooh. I was like, well, cause like usually you used to only be an hour behind. And, and so now I'm three hours. And behind. so, and so it was so, it was, it was never like an issue. And I'm thinking to myself because we have a, we have a time that we all usually record at, by the way. Um, we typically, I, I don't want to like give away too much of the trade secrets, but there's a, there's a time that we typically all record and, it's uh, it's not very convenient for those of people on the West Coast, which is becoming a growing number now that Sublime is over there. West Coast, West Coast. Uh, I don't disagree with you, but um, but uh, jobs in the Midwest, uh, <laughs> and so uh, so this morning I was or yesterday we were setting up the time and making sure everybody can come to the regular timer if we need to find some other time to record today. And I was just like, I'm like, oh man, I forgot Sublime's over there now. <laughs> But you made it work. my alarm. You made it work. You made it work. Yeah. I mean, you're an adult. You're capable of getting up if you need to get up. And and so, yeah, that's where we that's where we are today. Um, How about you, Seth? What's been going on with you? It's been it's been a few episodes since you've been here other than Battlecast. Yeah, it's been a bit. Um, The big thing that I've been doing is practicing my butt off for the TCG because I have signed up and I'm going to the Knoxville Regional. So when did you tell me this earlier? Surprise, surprise. When is this? Um, when is the Knoxville Regional? 
It is the weekend of October 11, 12, 13. Oh, okay. So never mind. I can't be there anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, because oh, Knoxville's not that far. It's like a five hour drive for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I could go to Knoxville and like hang out with Seth for a weekend and go to mm-hmm. Knoxville because my wife is always down to go to Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that sounded like a fun thing to try to go do. But uh, that weekend, I will unfortunately uh, be in Japan. So yep. <laughs> Um, I will a little hard to be in two places at once. It's well, so like the drive from Japan, from Tokyo to, uh, to Knoxville is just not a short one. Uh, it's just not a short one. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, I, I, we need to figure out, figure it out. I honestly, I'm, I'm really tempted to go to Dragon Con this year. I'm really tempted. I'm I'm thinking about it. Let me know. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Uh, because we had a really good time when we went to Mitsuri Con. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm more into like the tabletop stuff. They had some tabletop stuff there when we went. Um, and I know, J- I know Dragon Con is more for like, uh, tabletop stuff. Um, kind of. It's just it, huge. It's just a huge convention. It's much bigger than Mitsuri Con was. So I, I'm kind of tempted. Atlanta shuts down. I'm kind of, I'm kind of tempted to do it. Cause like a flight to Atlanta can't be that terrible. It's a hub. So. Yeah, it's it Hartsfield Jackson, the biggest airport in the world. Yes. You'll be fine. Yeah, I think I, I think I might be able to find a cheap flight. So I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Uh, I, I will let you know. I will let you know. Other than that, though, like I said, I went to a wedding. <laughs> and then I signed up for Canto vs. the World because I found out that they needed one more to round it out to 16 people. Um, actually, a bunch of new faces in that tournament. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the tournament. I'm excited to just see what people bring. I think it's a really cool tournament idea. I played against uh, British Gent round one. And I, I first I have to say, I think British Gent over like the past couple of years has become a significantly better player. Um, he played incredibly well against me. Um, I lost the match, but it was because I got like, so we got into a position where I was the favorite to win, but it depended on me getting like two, like 87% rolls. And, and you didn't. And like, as soon as I did it, like the first roll was low. It was like, it was like the 10% chance that it was low. And then he ended up winning. I was like, oh, well, you know what? That's Pokemon, right? And That's Pokemon. He only needed one of those to happen. So, like, you know, there was a, you know, a little bit higher than a 10% chance that he would win. And so, I mean, so, I, I'm not upset, though, because he played really well. He, um, I, I hope it's one of the matches that's featured. I don't want to, like, poison the mind of the people running the YouTube. But, <laughs> um, because, like, first of all, that was a, it was a really, really good match. And the reason he won was because he brought a really crazy set that I don't want to spoil here, but he brought like a really, really crazy set. Um, and I did not expect it. I don't think anybody would have expected that. And it was really, really fun uh, to play against. Because um, like, I, I should have had it on lockdown otherwise if he wouldn't have brought that set. I would I, I would have had it on lockdown. Nice. So, uh, it, was, it was fun. Since rosters, just the rosters, are going to be revealed next week, did you go Kanto or did you go the world? I went the world. Uh, because we are the world because i just felt like the world was gonna fit my play style better granted i will admit that playing the world there's so many limitations that you don't realize when you team build yeah in terms of like that and what that gives you so for those of you at home like it gives you like the uh you have to pick one pokemon from each generation from two to seven and you don't realize how limiting that is until you have to do it 
because so you're, you're sitting- forced to pick something from Gen Six. Well, so Gen Six has like five because we banned Greninja. We just flat out yeah. banned Greninja because yeah. we know that if you do it, you what you can and, and Magirna, I believe we banned Magirna as well because yes. uh, the problem is you could then end up with like Greninja, Magirna, Lando, which is just the core of every OU team now, and then you slap like you slap like Tangrowth on there with it. Um, yeah. sl- t- hand growth slash heatran and so then you just got like a standard OU team and we're just like that's no fun um, so we 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 identified Greninja and Magirna as probably the most likely problem children as well as Halucha with uh, terrain seeds yeah we banned just terrain seeds was what mm-hmm. it was yeah and so we're just like these are the problem children and so we went ahead and we banned those but mm-hmm. uh, I mean that makes it I think a lot more fun because first of, well the problem is Gen Gen uh, Gen six, I would argue, then you're you're down to like three fairy types: Gudra, Dia. Well, no, no, uh, DNC is one of the three fairy types. Um, and uh, <laughs> and I think, uh, man, I'm trying to think. There was like one. Other I would have argued. I was, I was looking into it, and one thing I was really considering had I signed up was Chestnut as a spike setter. Chestnut's not a terrible choice. Halucha can still work too. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, you can just run the old school like citrus berry set or something like that. Yeah, sub citrus or sub. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, there you probably are going to grab Gudra or a, or a fairy type. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. be completely honest. Um, no, nah, man. Wish support Delphox. Uh, because well, that so what we did was we 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 saw it, and so my first thought was Slurpuff. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like that. That was like my immediate thing. I'm like, it's Gujar or Slurpuff, and then uh, I was team building with Shamu, and he's like, you know, Mega Deontay's in that tier in that gen, right? I'm like, there we go. Can, <laughs> help me make not bad decisions, and that's the one. And I'm like, that's the one to do, um, because you either do that or you pick like a Gen three or Mega Scizor, right? Like, um, yeah, Scizor is the biggest problem, uh, I think, in that in that meta in that like team building, like Gen two, you have like Scizor. And I forget who we picked for Gen Two. I honestly forget off the top of my head. Uh, Quagsire's a good like random pick. Tyranitar's there. Oh, I remember who we picked. And then Soikun's there. Um, and so you just have to remember those. But it was it's a fun team building meta because like you just you don't realize how many Pokemon you use from the same generation to make a decent team nowadays. And I, I mean, outside of like what I said, like um, if you do, you could do you do your Tapu, your your Greninja. Or Tapu slash Magirna slash Greninja slash Lando slash Heatran. And you're just like, oh, well, if I do those, then that's fine. But otherwise, it just gets stacked. Um, Gen 1, I just felt was a little too limiting on my part. I, I don't know that I would have been happy doing it. I'm interested to see because the word on the street is like a quarter of the people did Kanto teams. And brave, so, brave men and women. <laughs> brave. Uh, absolutely. And so I want to see what they did. But on that note, let's kick it on over. Uh, to the news after all of this nonsense. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in... And in the news, in the news, there are a few things to talk about. First of all, let's just get some of this Pokemon Go stuff out of the way. This happens every week. We got some Pokemon Go stuff. First thing, because I always check for news um, through various websites, um, one of them being Cerebi. And I saw this picture, and I did not realize graphics advanced this far in, in pictures for whatever reason. Uh, mostly because they had all the characters turned around. 
in the image, but it was an image of um, the clothing in Pokemon Go with the Bulbasaur, yes. Squirtle, and Charmander. And I saw it turned around, and I'm like, "Cool, where can I buy these?" And I was about to look it up. <laughs> right, <laughs> I was about to look it up so I could go buy them. And then I was, just, oh, and good. then I read it, and then, and then it Aww. said, "Oh, it's uh, it's only in Pokemon Go." Um, there's there's outfits and hoodies and backpacks of the Kanto starters, and I was just like, "Oh, I want to actually probably buy that." I love the Bulbasaur backpack. I would it's buy so it. Cool. I would buy it. That's the thing. Like that's something that I would do. But oh yeah. well. Uh, the final Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon Global Link competition, and probably the final Global Link competition of all time, is yes. is going to be held. Uh, it looks like October fourth to October sixth. And you get a shiny Tapu Koko if you enter. So they're just running out of prizes. Uh, Another one. Every single, poke- one every single Pokemon from Bulbasaur to Zeraora can be used. It's single battle. So 3v3 Bulbasaur to Zeraora. Use anything. This actually sounds like fun. I am really upset. This I'm is your last Japan. chance to use everything. So get uh, on it. Oh, you're not wrong. Uh, and so I, this is actually really exciting. And so registration runs from the 27th. So it's going on now to October 3rd, uh, which is very soon by the time this episode comes out. This episode comes out on the 30th. So definitely go sign up now. It looks I, I'm actually really stoked for this. I'm really upset. I'm going to be on an airplane for most of this competition. <laughs> uh, and I will be missing out. I am very upset, actually, about that. Uh, makes me makes me my hurt, heart hurt right on the Get inside ready for teams of six pair swag key clef keys I, I think there's still pokemon it's probably it's probably still like species claws no no i don't duplicate items and pokemon are allowed wait really okay yes. so is everybody just running six mega railway rays like well only one can go mega but yeah 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 something Which, like that uh six ash greninja the answer is the answer is um six talent flame or six uh complete form zygarde all with different sets oh that'd be so much fun no uh, you you need that mega ray mega ray's like a shoe in for one i feel like you have to use mega ray you have yeah to use and then ray. five of those yeah and then five talent ultra necrozma ultra necrozma takes way too long to set up i'm just throwing that out there uh moving on though uh more pokemon go stuff there is the world tourism day shirt that's coming out and apparently uh, you can get a bunch of regionals through uh, through 5K eggs, and that is running from now until October 1st. Um, or is it now? I don't remember. Um, uh, but yes, uh, you know, yeah. it's only in their respective regions, though, so which is sad. But you can that that's sad. Um, Mime Junior is going to be appearing in eggs with Shiny Mime Junior. Um, Zhidangoose and Seviper will also be trading. Or shiny. Uh, trading will be 25% less Stardust. This is happening until tomorrow for those of you listening to the show now. Uh, so have fun with that. Uh, I don't know that there's anything else really that big to talk about this week other than what we're going to talk about on the topic. Um, other than There is the... Yes, the forest. Oh yes, I almost forgot because I because because <laughs> it's forgettable. Uh, How well, dare uh, you? The only the only uh, reason no, that I the only reason so I forgot about it because Lake Sublime said it is forgettable. But second, I want you to describe it, Seth, because I think you are you have prob- enthusiasm. Well, you're probably the, like the most enthusiastic person that can be enthused about this, other than like it's right up his alley. Truly, it's very Seth. Uh yeah. So. On October 4th at 9 a.m. Eastern, a YouTube stream will begin, which will have a glimpse of the Glimwood Tangle Forest, which is that place that was in the beginning clip. You can see it on the map and everything. It's the Mushroom Forest. Mystical, magical, ooh-ah. 
And for 24 hours, there will be a live stream of this forest. It's, it's like what it'll appear in the game. It's probably going to be just like an animated clip. It's supposed to simulate those cameras that are out places and you can look for animals and things like that. Those are here and there on the web. And there's going to be new information in this trailer. There's probably going to be new Pokemon that just kind of walk out, do some cool, cute stuff, uh, probably some old lines confirmed for the game. If Fungus is not in this, if or not Fungus. Um, right? But, well, Fungus, Any of them. Fungus and Shenotic's line. Any of our four mushrooms. Like, oh, Morolol, Morolol. Morolol, that's the answer. That's the Pokemon. Yeah, Morolol, Breloom, Shinotic, Parasect. Know. Will they give them all the mushrooms? I don't they think They should. So. Okay. Look at the forest. Okay, so... So you say, like, oh, man, there's going to be too many mushrooms. But let's think about Pokemon they've released so far. So Whimsicott sharing a game with Eldegoss. And I I don't think Hoppip has been confirmed yet. But, like, there's a bunch of these Pokemon. I mean, Slurpuff's in the same game as Alcremie. Like, just throwing that out there. That's <laughs> dumb. Well, Al- Alcremie existing is dumb when you have Slurpuff. Maybe, maybe one of the mushrooms is left out. But, you know, I'm... I am so excited for this live stream. It happens at 9 a.m. on a Friday, and I have two monitors at work, and guess what one of them is going to be showing the whole time? This sounds so sad and depressing. <laughs> How dare you? That sounds so sad. Like, I'll just wait, I'll just wait and, like, keep on, like, our Pokemon, and then somebody, well, it'll probably be you, going, look at the Pokemon that showed up. <laughs> That's and, what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just I, I hope it's something uh, I hope I hope like Zanshin and Zamazenta just like walk through it. Randomly walk just across ran, it. Just walk across just the walking screen. Walking by. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh I hope it's got some cool I hope it, number one, they keep it up on YouTube, which they probably will. That's how YouTube streams are. You can always go back to them. Um I hope it's got some cool atmospheric sound, some music, some maybe like N- Ninkata cicada noises in the back or something like that. I, I Ninkata hasn't I been confirmed, Seth. Uh, <laughs> I know, but I'm making the joke. Um, because coughing's, hope it's coughing's cool. uh, neutralizing gas with Shedenja wouldn't work very well, okay? No. I don't think it would work I, at all. There's always a list of things that can't be affected by it. So It could be a cool, like, just white noise ambiance track in the future. I'm excited for this. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to be upset that you're excited for it. I'm just going to judge you a little bit. That's all. That's okay. I just want to pack my bags and move to this move to this forest. Even the name is cool. Glimwood Tangle. That's such a cool name for a place. I just uh, I don't know how you're this excited about it, but I I respect your excitement. Look at that little clearing in the little in the little YouTube preview. If you could put like a hobbit house there, Oh, you could just stop right there. You stop oh. at Hobbit House. I'm excited yes. that you're no. excited. Yeah, we're so happy for you. In <laughs> other news that you probably shouldn't be excited about, but maybe are, uh, Hilda's getting a Spotlight Scout in Pokemon Masters. If oh yeah, still that's doing a game that somehow. That's what a game. game. Is that? Yeah. It's that I'm not one, sure, but you it's know that what? one that everybody got excited Snyder. about, and then no. it got mad at me for saying it's probably not going to last, and then it did. It, it. didn't last, and then so, you know. and then everybody's I like. Don't, and then everybody's like, surprise Pikachu face. And then they go, man, it's like Thatch knows what he's talking about or something. It's like he's been following this video game franchise Honestly, for years. Honestly, if it wasn't so co-op oriented, I think it'd be fine. Is yeah. it even co-op oriented? It's co-op oriented, yes. It is in the post game, yeah. Oh. Yes, yeah, like if you actually play to the end, it's co-op. Oh, okay. And it goes super slow and no one likes it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's just... It. Uh, the- it's unfun. It's not fun. It's like a typical Pokemon co-op. game. Yeah. 
where it's just like, oh, hey, here's this po- this this like story, and everybody's like, really cool lore came out of that, and then like at the end, it's just like, oh, I gotta play with other people. You know what makes people happy when they have to rely on the incompetence of others. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to Dynamax my Magikarp in the first battle. It's really very that. Like, it just takes one person to screw up everything you're trying to yep. do. So uh, I imagine if you Dynamax Magikarp, you're going to be able to... Uh, it'll be able to use an attack, actually. That's what I imagine. Super so. flop. Uh, but yes, we will We will end it there. Uh, and we are going to shift gears to Puckle's Poke Quiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. <laughs> And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. No internet for you guys, no nothing, you just gotta use what's in your heads. Seth and Sublime today are gonna be operating as a team to answer five Pokemon trivia questions that are given to them through the, the Puckle community on our Discord. You can go to our Discord, the link is in the show notes, where you too can just submit trivia questions, and maybe, if it's good, we will ask our co-host that question. There are possible seven points total for them today, one for each question. One of these questions has a bonus point, and if they don't use their lifeline but get all the questions correct, they can cash it in for an extra point at the end for a possible total of seven. They are competing against all their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets 30 points will be able to get a $20 credit to our T Public store to either get a tapestry or a cell phone case or, I guess, a t-shirt. <laughs> of yourself. Tote bags, by the way, are also available. And, and coffee mugs. Oh, yeah, and coffee mugs. I keep forgetting. They have so much stuff on Public. They also started yeah. doing something new, and I forgot what it was. Notebooks? They have notebooks. Yeah, throw pillows are my favorite. I do own two Public throw pillows, BT dubs, and they're actually pretty good quality. Like, you'd think a place of just screen prints, like, pictures on things would be like, yeah, here's a cheap throw pillow. These are nice throw pillows. Like, they're really nice. So just if for those of you at home who are looking for a throw pillow and you're just like, man, I really want to support my favorite Pokemon podcast. Well, guess what? You're in luck. <laughs> you can have a Puckle throw pillow. Uh, but moving on, let's uh, let's get to these questions. Uh, this segment, of course, is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for a bunch of cool anime and just nerd-related art. These guys are fantastic. I love them. We love the gravies. They're just great. They the have best. awesome designs. Like I said, I saw them at MitsuriCon. I need to start giving away their artwork on the stream. I really need to do that. <laughs> I am, I'm going to do a couple streams this week. Um, so if you are watching the stream, we are going to be giving away some anime gravy art on the stream because I need to get rid of it and they keep giving it to me and they want to hype it up. So I want to hand out this art to you guys. So if you want some anime gravy art, great chance to go get it is by coming to twitch.tv slash Podcast. Following that, though, let's get into these questions because this has been a very long intro for this segment. Our first question for you guys is going to be, in which generation will a shiny Pokemon using Transform, such as Mew or Ditto, I think those are the only two, become the shiny version of this target, even if the target is not shiny? Okay, so, I yes, let me just... Let me just make sure I understand. Yes, I, I figured this was what was happening. So can <laughs> yes. So can you say that again? So let's say that you have a shiny Mew and shiny a shiny Ditto. Ditto. It transforms and is still shiny, even though the Pokemon it transformed into was yeah, not. Yeah, there's, there's a nice red Magikarp over there. It clicks transform. It turns into gold Magikarp. 
Make sense? Okay. This only Wait. happened in one generation. Okay, got it. Yeah. This only happened in one generation of the Pokemon games, and then never again. I feel like it would be most logical to be Generation 2, because that's when they introduced Shinies, and they hadn't quite figured out how they operated yet. I think that is a good reason. Is Generation 2 your final answer? I support yes. that. Uh, that is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Generation 3. And it, it is kind of for the same reason, though, um, because they're still figuring out how everything works. Because with in Generation 2, when Ditto transformed, it actually just turned into like a purple version of whatever Pokemon. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And so... I think that should count, though. And then in Generation 3, it turned into something else. I don't think it should, but... It turned purple. That's shiny. <laughs> All right. So we are going to move on to question number... There's a chance for a redemption point today, so calm down. <laughs> Question number two, including Mega Evolutions, what is the most common type gained upon evolution? Ah, most common type gained. Okay, including Megas. That's interesting. What are some types that are gained upon Mega Evolving? I know that Dragon's one, but that's not going to be the answer. It might be. No, nothing gains really Dragon type other than like two or three things. Vibrava, Sceptile, and Altaria. Those yeah. are the only things I can think of that gain that. Only one of the Megas gains Dark-type. I can't think of anything else that gains Dark-type. Well, it's only including Mega Evolutions. It might not specifically be a lot yeah. of Mega Evolutions. Yeah, I was trying part. to think of, of the Megas, though, that are gained. What? Oh, uh, Charizard, hello. Oh, yeah, How that could we too. forget Charizard? The poster child. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to see... I've got a list of I was of all thinking the types. dark, but that's because of uh low regionals. All the regionals, it's like let's just slap dark on it, you know? But that's just, that's, that's them not changing evolving. the entire type. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like well, how can we make it better? At dark? I don't think it's going to be normal. I don't think it's going to be dark. No. Most things don't gain normal. That'd be nothing weird. Nothing gains gain steel type. Nothing steel like one thing scissor. gains fairy type. That's it. Maybe flying. It could be. I, I can't feel like think flying things... is a decent choice. Nincada, Salamence. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a common enough typing and there's like things that would get it. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, I'll, I'll mark it. I don't think anything gains bug. I don't think anything gains electric. Nothing I'm gains I'm going to need an answer. We're, it's a hard one, Thads. Give us just a sec. Nothing gains ice. That's really notable. I'm feeling flying. I'm feeling dragon or flying might be Dragon actually... or flying, yeah. Which one do we want to go with? I feel like more dragon, but... Ugh, this is a weird, mm. weird question. <laughs> um, uh, let's go with dragon. You know what? Let's yeah. stick to our original guess. That was dragon. Because yeah. there's lots of examples of things becoming dragons, and we're having a hard time thinking of things that become flying. I mean, I guess execute two, technically. Oh, so, Kingdra. I mean, Kingdra two. There Kingdra. you go. You yeah, see, okay. It's actually kind of a good, decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go with dragon. Dragon is unfortunately incorrect. Uh, it's a close, it's a close second, though. Well, then we should get, like, it. The, get the it. answer is actually flying. Oh. oh, my God. At least we were close. Stop. Because you have to think about all of the bug types that go yep. and evolve into flying mm. types, and then just, like, random poke Like, Charizard again? Uh, yeah. You're on the, the poster child. <laughs> just randomly gains flying. Well, not randomly. It has wings. But it, it gains flying type. I mean, there's a lot of Pokemon that gain flying yeah, type. Yeah, I think we didn't evolution. think of the bugs, and that's what really kind that's of That's true. We could have thought of, like, the... Yeah, the bugs are the big one. I think that would give you the scale. The world, yeah. But then you have to think, there's just random Pokemon that grab flying types, like Togetic. Gyarados. And, yeah, yeah, Gyarados. 
And yeah, I think the I think Dang. the bug thing probably yeah. fl- tripped you up there. All right, but that you guys are zero for two. But I'm hoping you get this next one. It's it's the uh, it's the one with the with the Pokedex thing in it, and you you guess the Pokemon. So this Pokemon Sapphire, this Pokemon that originated in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, it's Pokemon Sapphire entry states. Although this Pokemon is the very picture of elegant elegance and beauty while swimming. It is also cruel. When it spots prey, this Pokemon inserts its mouth into the prey's body and drains the prey of its bodily fluids. Sounds like Gorobis. Gorobis, final answer. Gorobis is correct. There you guys go. You guys have, uh, you guys are one for three right now. Our next question does have a redemption point. There is a caveat for that redemption point. Um, and I will explain. No, no, no. You can, you can get it. I think you guys can get this one pretty easily. Oh boy. Excluding same type matchups, and this is using the current day um, type chart. Excluding same type matchups such as like Dragon v Dragon, Ghost v Ghost, stuff like that. What are the two type matchups where both types are equally disadvantage disadvantages to each other? So they're, they're not bo- very effective against each other. Not very effective or immune or something like that to each Ghost other. Ghost normal. And then also there's one from way back in the day in the Gen 1 type chart that's added oh, onto this uh, that I'll give you to uh, for the for the redemption point. So for name one of each. Bug and Poison and correct. then Ghost to yeah. Normal. Bug and Poison from where? Gen 1. Okay, from Gen yeah. 1. That is correct. And then uh, Ghost vs. Ghost normal, is, normal is another one. There's, another, there's one more. Okay. Uh, well, let's figure that one out then. Um... Where they're equally advantaged or disadvantaged against See, each other. I thought it was disadvantaged yes. against each other. So there's one more. Uh, so you guys are at two points. Hmm. You can go for three here. And this last one is from the current type chart. The you current said, yes. type chart. Yes. 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 Okay. Mm, let me go through my type chart in my head. You do have the hint still too. Uh, I do want to remind you of this. I mean, we have. We might be able to figure it out on our own. Or for base yeah, because we might be able to just like suss this one out. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm looking at all the types. I like to write them down as we start trivia, so I've got just something to look at. <laughs> so you said, just to make sure, you said it's advantaged or disadvantaged, so it could be uh, they both resist each other or they both are super effective against each other? Yeah, we'll say that, yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, this is so... You do have the hmm. hint. But then what if we need it for the base stat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, I'd, I'd say we just go ahead and use it. I guess, sure, why not? Uh, so, um, God, how do I put this? Uh, <laughs> I thought you even had a hint prepped. I didn't have one prepped. Us twice. I'm, just, I'm just trying, well, I have a picture in my mind of how this one works. Um, so, uh, 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 one of the types is bug. I will, t- I will give you that hint. Okay. It's bug and, well, what's bug effective against? Let's start with that. It's effective against dark and grass and, and psychic. psychic, and that's it because bug is garbage. Um, and it's isn't that we- it? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's resisted by fire, flying, fighting. Oh, is it ground? Is it ground or fighting? Bug I think it might ground? be fighting because it doesn't. Yeah, it's bug fighting. Resist fighting. Bug resists fighting, fighting and fighting resists bug. Yeah, we got there. Yay! Yeah. That's it. Yeah, all three points are yours, guys. You're four for four right now. Yeah, that type matchup makes no sense anyway. So yeah, Have well, you ever no, tried it does. To punch a bug? You know, bug. Yeah. Have you tried to punch a bug? Uh, I clap them in the middle of the air just fine. That's so. different. You can't punch a bug. I don't see how that's any different. I don't see how that's any different. It's completely different. Uh, I can explain to you the physics of the situation another day. And so, oh my god! Final question: 
So what are we at now? Four? Because we got them all. Yeah, you're at four. So you can get you can go for five. Okay, we're average. Uh, so this next question is your base deck question. What is the slowest ground type of all ground types? Isn't it Sandy Gast? Maybe it is. Um, I'm not to steal your thunder thats, but I think that was literally what it was last week. <laughs> I don't remember. I think that's literally what I it think was it is. last week. I thought I asked. And we got it wrong. So I think it's Sandy Gast, because we had guessed um, Trapinch. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. It was in the list. Uh, Is Sandy Gast your final answer? Yes. Yes. Uh, That's unfortunately incorrect. What? What? Because the answer is Trapinch. Well, okay, I'm going to need to stop you right there. I'm going to need to stop you right there. Hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. This Trapinch happened to me last base. week, and it was the opposite. List of it? list of Pokemon by by base stat. I'm gonna read you speed by base stat, and we're gonna go backwards, okay? Uh, because what is Trapinch's oh base speed? I can is tell it you, 20? it's ten. I think it's thirty. It's ten. Oh no! Oh um, no! Well, that makes sense. It's I'm oh, I'm no. unless I accidentally click special attack. Um, but we'll we'll find out here in a minute. Oh, it Who makes is sense. Right? I think you're right. Oh, Trapinch you're right. Is slow you're right. As heck. Oh, well. Trapinch has a base 10 speed. Sandy Gast has a base 15 speed. Yeah. Um. So it is, in fact, Trapinch. Drat. You're going to make me learn all these now, that You're going to make me memorize all <laughs> these now. that changes up our trivia score standings because everybody's super close still, uh, which is good. That's a good sign. Everybody's still super close. And so we actually have a three-way tie for first place right now. Uh, in first place, we have Whimsicott, Seth Vilo, and Sublime all tied with nine points for first place. Woo! Followed up by Dr. Shamu in fourth, or in fourth, I guess, because <laughs> there's a three-way yeah. tie uh, with eight points. In in fifth place, we have Jushiro and Sigma tied with five points. And in seventh place, we have Scrawn with four. And everybody else has yet to get on the board. 21 points till my tapestry. <laughs> Don't. Then we know what to get you for Christmas. Exactly. It depends on if I get it myself. All right. So that is it for Puckle's Pokey Quiz. We'll be back at you <laughs> next week with some more Pokemon trivia questions. We're going to kick it on over after this short break to uh, the topic. And we have another Puckle iTunes review this week. You guys can go ahead and uh, review us on iTunes by or whatever podcast you listen to us on. And we appreciate all the reviews there. It helps people find the show and helps us continue to grow. But this one is from Dr. Noximus. Far better than anything free should be. When you're streaming some folks in your head for hours at work or at home, you want to have a good time. Puckle hosts are passionate, honest, and mostly upbeat. LOL. The show itself covers more than the daily blurb of news. The community is fantastic. The extra shows and events are always fun. Not like those other shows that just wind and regurgitate the Reddit front page. From my evil ice palace, Dr. Noximus. Well, thank you for that, Dr. Noximus. And like I said, if you want to review the show, go ahead and do it on whatever podcatcher you listen to us on. We really appreciate it. But now, on to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be more anime because Thatch can't get... I, I'm so upset that I got to miss the episode where like we talk about Surfetch, by the way. I feel like I represented you well, though, Thatch. I get to come back with uh, Gen 2 or uh, anime version 2, Electric Boogaloo. 
Uh, by the time you you were listening to this episode, it should be officially revealed because it's coming out later tonight. Mm-hmm. What what the official thing is going to be? But we did get a leak of the Tokyo TV thing for this. We'll probably get more details like names and stuff like that as time goes on. But unfortunately, due to editing schedules and stuff like that, we can't just like sit here and wait for it to come out. But I am super excited. So there's a new poster. If you go to Serebii.net, there's a new poster that has been leaked uh, with Ash Ketchum and a new character. And it, they are in a bunch of different situations all around the Pokemon world in different locales here and there. I am very excited for this for so many reasons. If the, Hopefully this is real. This is a leak. It looks very legitimate. So I would be unsurprised to see this get confirmed. I, I'm just so excited for this, though. This is just stupid exciting. Because one, I'm excited to see that we have another Pokemon trainer-like character, not just like a female companion for Ash. Well, I mean, they can be a female Pokemon trainer. Y- yeah, yeah. I, I, I so I, I agree with you. Um, I, I misspoke in that sense, but what I mean is, we have a male companion that looks like they're going to be the kind of person that like wants to take on gyms, right? It, it's like a nondescript, like, hey, I'm not just a gym leader type deal. And also, the kid's the one. the The new kid is the one holding the Rotom phone. Yeah. Very clearly from Galar. Yeah, and so like that's the kid that we're probably going to be following more more often than not, which I'm very excited. I am very excited to see the inclusion. Look of- at his sock, and look how skinny his leg is at the bottom. That's weird to me. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like what he need, he clearly didn't have enough malasada. <laughs> I I'm just very excited that we got like a new like original character, and then on top of that, ashes Ash is also in this poster. Um, what's really noticeable about the Ash in this poster is they found a middle ground between the Alola style art that we had in the Sun and Moon series and the old style of art that we had. It, it looks mm-hmm. like very much like a middle ground, which makes me super happy about it because... I mean, look at his coat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it seems very... I, I So what we had before was very, I, I don't, for the lack of a better word, like X, up until XYZ static. I want to say that very as a, for a lack of a better word, because it was just yeah. like more colorful, more filled out. And then, yes, I will admit that the Sun and Moon anime was much more expressive, but I think it was also, it looked much cheaper as well. Uh, here, it seems like we've kind of got a best of both worlds situation. Uh, I am excited to see what happens. Uh, it looks very much like Ash is going to turn into comic relief. Which I am, what do you mean turn into comic relief? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna lean more heavily into him being comic relief than they had before. I almost disagree. I can't with imagine that. that. Was... I genuinely can't even conceive of that. With the pose he's in, he seems a lot less just comic of a character in in my opinion versus the Sun and Moon current stuff because you know he's got a he's got a determined expression. He's filled with okay, determination. In, that, in the main image, but have you looked at the images in the back of, of the thing? So we've got all of the okay, regions yeah. represented and, it, and we've got this new character in Ash, like in several different scenes. Um, and the one that I'm, I'm going to use as my counterpoint here, Seth is the Lugia in the background. You see our new character riding on the neck of Lugia, like Ash does in the movie 2000 and then Ash hanging onto the tail, much like team rocket did in Pokemon, the movie 2000. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, which I thought was, uh, which I thought was very funny. I mean, I'm very excited because again, we get to see all of the different regions get represented here. Yeah, which, they had to go to all the regions cool. to see all the Pokemon we won't be getting in the game. Look at either. the art in the circle behind. It's like I got a snippet of every single region. It's, it's really cool. It's like the Big most thing. iconic image. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's so cool. You know what makes me sad is looking at how the most iconic thing from Unova is bridges. 
yeah that made me kind of sad <laughs> oh to be fair though like up until this point i feel like there wasn't uh there aren't uh, so like if we think about the things that were big standpoints like literally anywhere else i i think like johto's probably got it's got its towers right you got the you got the tower very iconic yeah, um yeah. which is iconic but after that then it's just like hoenn's like i got a mountain and then sinnoh's like i got another mountain i actually yeah hoenn and sinnoh were the worst because they're just no mountains. no no alola's the worst it has nothing palm trees it has yes. your eggy boy how you gonna say that but it has no landmark that's it's just true. palm trees yeah i'm i'm that's very true. interested to see how this anime goes that this sounds more exciting i am i am more excited than i should be and i'm gonna be a little let down i hope it's not like the sun and moon anime like i said at the beginning of the show today because like the sun and moon anime i was super excited about and i watched it for a bit because i was it was it was legitimately exciting to me because we got like mm-hmm. these really cool slice of life segments so it was would you say it was a breath of fresh air that got staler over time? I I will agree with that. Uh, I thought uh, the novelty wore off very quickly because yeah, I, and I think so. What I'm worried about this anime that I did not like about the the Sun and Moon anime that I think a lot of people will agree with me on is there just wasn't really any kind of pacing in terms of mm-hmm. like hey you have this end goal like there had been in previous seasons and so there wasn't progress towards an end goal yeah so there wasn't like things just or milestones yeah yeah there were no milestones and that's what i'm hoping they fix in this one and they bring it back i'm not hopeful that that's going to happen i am hoping that we at least get a really cool celebration of the pokemon franchise in this and we get to be like oh cool we got to go to sino today oh cool we got to go to unova today which I, I'm very excited to see in that regard. It'd be very exciting. I'm sure that if they do that, there will be a lot of uh, old characters that will get updates on. Yeah, I'm, cool. I'm really excited that they kept Ash because they can lean into the history of the anime at the same time, which I think is really cool. And maybe we get some really cool updates on what other characters are doing. Like we got to yeah. see uh, in the Sun and Moon anime, one of the cool things that they did do was, was they brought they went back to Kanto. Well, they brought back to Kanto. And then also at Brock and Misty came to Alola for a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And that was really neat. I thought that was a really neat and a really cool homage to the past anime. And I wonder if that was somehow kind of a test drive to what they were trying to do here. Mm-hmm. And they, they wanted to see, oh, it's been 20 years since these characters have been in the show. I mean, it was super well received because like you get to go to all the fan favorites. Are you kidding? That's like, well, so this is, this is getting to the, uh, so if, to compare this anime to another beloved multi-generational cartoon in, in the world, um, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo got to the point like back in the 90s of being able to be a cartoon that both parents and kids could watch together because, yeah, they, the parents know who Scooby-Doo is. You, the kids don't have to explain who Scooby-Doo is to the parents, right? And so you can you can kind of have this bonding moment over, you know, a kid's show. And Pokemon's getting to that point, right? We're almost to the 25th anniversary. Uh, 25th yeah. anniversary is coming up in 2021. And you're getting to the point where, yeah, Pokemon's becoming a multi-generational franchise because a lot of the people who grew up with kids uh, or grew up with it as kids are starting to have kids. And you don't want to get to the point where they, you're making a TV show that is that was the favorite TV show of somebody and it becomes something unrecognizable, right? At this point, you get to go back. We get to see Misty. We get to see Brock probably when they go to Kanto. We'll probably get to see some of the old gym leaders again. And yeah. uh, I think that would be really cool. And you can say as as like a parent who's got a kid, hey, I remember when this happened, you know, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and then you whip out the VHS copy the P- of it or pull up the Pokemon I was going to say the DVD, app. dang. 
Uh, I I have the DVD. I, to be fair, I, I have, have the, the DVDs. D- I have the DVDs. So. <laughs> I've got a couple VHSs of some episodes. VHS? What's that? I I have some of the old VHS tapes as well. Up until like I uh, had them as a kid, four. but I don't think I have them anymore. Uh, I don't have them personally in this location. I do. Ha- I do know where they are located in uh, in other states. But wouldn't that be a cool moment as a parent being like, oh, you see that character in the back? You want to see an episode of, about them? Exactly. Or, like, it could be a Pokemon, and then you pull out the you know app tv vhs dvd whatever it is you want to do and you do the season one episode about the sand shrew or something like yeah that. oh my gosh what if that <laughs> kid's in a good it one. Oh, oh you remember how ash said he was gonna see all these people uh, from the character yeah. of the days what if he sees them again that would be fantastic oh my gosh i would lose my mind i would lose right? my mind if they had such deep callbacks which they absolutely won't so stop getting my hopes up seth but they won't but i think they will i think Uh, they could well here's the thing they could have done that back in gen 3 how many callbacks did they actually do when ash went back to kanto the first uh they did more than i they did more than i assumed a fair amount but not like every single one they they did more than i thought they would when they went back to kanto though i will point that out and this one i think is built that it's a difference of like personality of the show where this one is built around being callbacks yeah. You know, there's going to be the Galar episodes, but this one is constructed with this media and all the other stuff about going back to previous episodes, previous locations, previous people and things like that. Uh, so with that in mind, with the writers, when they're doing this show, there's going to be a lot more of that because that's what it's built to be from the beginning. Will Galar get enough time to shine then? I wonder. I don't. I'm sure. So I don't know that Galar needs the time to shine personally, right? I So, so my thought is the following. Uh, if we think about like older animes and in particular, the worst offender of this, uh, Sinnoh, where we just had filler episode after filler episode. I feel like that's Hoenn. I feel like Hoenn was no, a lot of filler. No, it was Sinnoh. There's an entire 50 episode gap between badges. I would be surprised if that was the case for Hoenn too, though. It was not. <laughs> I can verify. Uh, Sinnoh had the largest gap between badges that ever happened. So what this can do is kind of remove that filler. Right? Because you can accelerate like what they're doing in Galar and then say, oh, hey, we're going to this region now. And then they go over to that yeah. region. Between badges, they take the Corviknight Uber over to Kanto. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's probably what's going to happen. They're going to use Corviknight. Exactly. I, I'm very interested to see how they handle it because the one thing that I always got the most annoyed about, especially in recent seasons, ever since Gen 4, actually, is that like Ash catches Pokemon and then he forgets about them. They're just at the lab, they're, they're gone forever. Essentially, mm-hmm. and we and we get we'll see what happens. I don't know that he would. Oh, well, I'm hoping they just lean into Ash being a mentor to this new kid, and Ash is going around like, "Hey, yeah, I'm already the champion of a league. Let's make you a champion of a league now, hey kid." And except he won't say that because he's still ten years old anyway. And I I would be very interested to see that. I, I would love to see Ash in more of a mentor like role, like more of like a Brock role than a uh than a hey i need to get badges like this could be a kid who's trying to become the champion of a region so that he can also go to like a champions tournament or something like that with ash mm-hmm. right and ash is like i'll travel with you because i need to train anyway and then also i you need comic relief so you can be a serious character that everybody's always wanted in this anime and we never got and then the kid actually uses type advantages and stuff the right way and that'd be nice right what like don't hold your breath it was so cute, like, at the beginning of the anime to have Ash, the underdog, be like, I'm going to do this instead. And it was just like, oh, that's a really cool thing that happened. And then it just became really old after 20-some years 
of like, yeah, I'm good. Even though this isn't the best matchup, Rowlett can beat that Decidueye. I guarantee it. I'm going to brute force my way through it with a stage one. Yep. And he does. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Rowlett just fell asleep. He didn't actually get knocked out. He was just a sleepy boy. Yep. That's uh, that's how that show went. That's fine. I want to point out one thing about the side character that I'm probably going to be completely wrong about, but I couldn't help noticing when we see him. Other than skin tone of this character, I think they look very similar to Marnie. Um, I feel like that's a lot of the characters in Goliath though have that exact skin yeah, tone. I, yeah, but I mean, other than that, the, I know this is reading way too much into it. I think the reading too much into it. kind of looks really similar. I don't know. Maybe they'll be cousins. I don't know. <laughs> I feel knows? I feel like you're looking too much into it. I, think, I probably am. Uh, the, I think what the I don't, I I'm kind of hoping that this is like a passing of the torch type deal. Yeah. Right. Because you have. I, I'm not saying Ash is going to be gone from the anime. I, he's too much of a staple. He's at this in point. front of the other guy. He is he's in, front. in front of the other. He guy. is in front. He's you in are front. correct. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be that much, but I'm hoping that like there's another like we can have the reboot of every season, but Ash isn't the guy trying to get the badges. That's kind mm-hmm. of a cool concept. I'm into it. You know, he's just going around. And I exploring. hope this other guy evolves his Pokemon because I don't want Scorbunny. Oh my gosh, please! Right, uh, yeah. that would be like the only one I can think about where the Pokemon of like the starters actually evolved. It's not even. It wasn't. Uh, I think the one where Gen they did 3. the best, well, yeah, Gen 3, because Mar- we got to Marshtomp, which granted isn't the best, but we got to Marshtomp, and then we got to Sceptile, and we got to Blaziken, but I thought that was handled pretty well overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we'll, we'll see how it goes, though. Uh, I'm very excited yeah. to see them just kind of do it, use it as a celebration, though, of the Pokemon mm-hmm. franchise. Like, that's what I'm hoping they use it for. Just a nice celebration. Kind of like the Pokemon Generations arc. Which was so Yeah. So None of us or that. Everybody wants that, man. Everybody wants uh, that. That would be so cool. I I'm still hoping they they see that. I I think they saw how good it did because they they literally just passed it off on some U.S. studio that was like, hey, I want to do this, and they're like, sure, whatever, go ahead, do it. <laughs> um, and then it then it came out and like it did. It was re- really well received. Mm-hmm. I always looked forward to them. Uh, I did too. Uh, I thought it came out very well received, and I hope that they continue doing something like that. Just because whenever they do like a celebration of the franchise, I feel like it just goes over very well. Um, they they do v- a very good job of celebrating their own their own work. I some of their work, I I question some of their decisions, obviously, but I I do have to say they do a very good job of celebrating their work in a, in a way that is satisfying to the fan base. So I'm ho- I'm hoping that we get that. I mean, I still I'm still holding out for like adult anime, please, <laughs> please, like, dude, it would do so well if they just adapted Adventures. It would do so well. It would. It really would. It would just like I can't. I can imagine the adventures manga just like being adapted and just taking over the world. Absolutely, one thousand <laughs> percent. I find it a little bit interesting about a couple of the legendary choices, and you know, here I am again over reading into it. But they've got the box legends for all the games except Alola, but that's understandable because they're kind of weird in Alola. But yeah. they're also missing Kyogre and Groudon. All, the only legends That's there true. are the Lad-Eyes and They didn't have any Ray. room in the yeah. mountain to put a fish. Exactly. Or, like, you can't be like, oh, man, remember that game with all that water and represent it well? Yeah, with so the they did a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's good. Because that, that was what the game was. It was like, here's a lot of water. Yeah. And yeah. then it was just like, oh, this game's okay. 
I just find it interesting that all of them have their box legend except for three. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's because that's see, Emerald. Uh, I don't see Blastoise. I don't see X and Y box legend their box legends yeah i don't and see X and y. i don't see Yvette oh, maybe i'm blind maybe i'm stupid I don't oh see yeah Yvette no they're not in there either Zinius. yeah good job me i'm a brilliant brilliant person zamazenta so, or zashians at least in it i don't know is, is there zenta. even a gen no, they 6 both are. legend they both are no they have the gen 8 legends though. there's no gen 6 legend on this screen i think the only gen 6 pokemon they put in were greninja uh, greninja and talonflame <laughs> and then something Talon else Flame. i can't see <laughs> the thing on top of prism <laughs> tower yeah, I don't yeah, know what that what is. is that? It's a Noibat. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, there's only three Gen 6 Pokemon. What? Never mind. Gen 6 is the least represented. <laughs> yeah. Well, got, I mean... Uh, it's just got it's also the It's also the smallest generation. Like, Yeah, but it, all they needed was Greninja. Let's that, be that's real true. here. That's true. Greninja and Talaflame, they were well represented. Yeah. They put a lot of stuff in there, though. Like, they, they smashed a lot of Pokemon stuff in there. I was very impressed with it. But yeah, Zacian and Zamazenta are on there. Oh, a lot I'm of these curious. are a lot of these are actually just like references to Ash's Pokemon, by the way, too. If you yeah, that too. Ah, uh, some of them are weird though. Like, why is there an Electabuzz? Why is there yeah. an Electabuzz? That's Gary. Didn't Gary have an Electabuzz? Or Gary I did, crazy? but I don't think they're trying to reference Gary. If you look at the if you look at the Kanto at the top though, they've got like Charizard, and then they purposely have like Squirtle and Bulbasaur. Yep, and Charmander riding the Charizard. Well, I think they have a lot of just the starters. They, they have Squirtle and Bulbasaur and Charizard. I also like see a Mr. Mime. And Ash's father. Yeah, Mr. Mime. And Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff is there. Well, Jigglypuff, Jigglypuff ain't got Jiggly- nothing to do with nothing. Jigglypuff came back for Sun and Moon for like a little bit. <sighs> that pleases me. I did yes. not know that. Yeah, it came back for... Because did it went- right on people. Did so, it right on people. So the reason... Yes. Uh, so the reason it happened was when they went back to Kanto, it found them and then hopped on the airplane back to Alola. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's stuck there forever. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, that's kind of funny. That's great. And then, yeah, Sinnoh's got Unknown, obviously. Lugia, Ho-Oh. Then you got Wobbuffet. Uh, there's Cyndaquil. You mean Jojo? Jojo. At the top. All the, the babies. babies. All the babies. Mareep. Umbreon. Mareep. Uh, I'm just happy Man, to see Snivy cool represented. <laughs> Snivy is Lucario, there. Lucario, yeah, right. Electivire. Mag- I think Electivire and Magmortar are definitely like very uh, Gen 4-esque Pokemon. Yeah. They're very representative of Sinnoh. Uh-huh. As an era. Yeah. And I, I can't see everything else because it's all upside down and it's hard to see. But yeah. Chandelure. Shan- I do see yep. Chandelure, Kofagrigas, Braviary. Uh, Zoroark, obviously. I love this. Whimsicott's on there, yay! I love how so much of it bleeds into, like, they gave no room to Kalos. They, like, gave zero room to Kalos. They're like, well, you know, it's a tall structure, so they're like, it's tall, it doesn't need a lot of space. I mean, they kind of forgot that they had legendaries in Kalos. Well, Because all they were, in the anime, I don't think they ever really got anything. They got the movies, that's it. And they weren't even really well represented in those movies. No, and even in the video games, all they were were batteries, Mm-hmm. Well, they had Zygarde. There was a lot of Zygarde. Zygarde should have been there. Zygarde. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. But, and then uh, Lola has just got, it's just got the Alolan forms in like Mantine. Maybe yeah. there's a Squishy and we Coco. can't see. And Coco. Yeah. Which makes me scared. Uh, there's a Mimikyu. They got Mimikyu. The fact that Coco is so pushed and it's got a V card coming out in the base, like learn how to play Pokemon V TCG sets. It makes me scared that it's going to be in Galar for some reason. I don't know. I'm I don't very, know how. I'm very excited for this anime though. I want to see how yeah. it's handled. I want to see, I, I'm, I'm, I think it comes out like in November, according to this. 
Yes. And it's the seventeenth, I, I believe. I typically don't watch like the Japanese um subs of Pokemon, but I think I'm gonna have to. Just because yeah. this looks super interesting. This is like the biggest thing they've done in the anime. And I'm I'm very excited for it. And then that's that's my closing thought. I don't know if you guys have any closing thoughts on it. But I'm looking forward. Do you think there will be another companion, or is it just going to be this duo? I think there has to be more companions. They always bring in someone from the game. In or some will form. it be we, whoever they're guy, visiting? That's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's just going to be, hey, we're visiting this region. This person is associated with this region. Done. I don't know. I feel like they're going to grab one more person from Galar. One of the maybe Hop. Maybe this is another no, cousin please. of Hops no, or please, something. I don't please know. Please no Hop. It'll be someone else because they always grab someone from the game. And I think this guy, we don't know who he is. We haven't seen him in the game at all. Which is good. Which is, which is different. Good. That's fine. That's what Ash is. Like, we we yeah. never saw him in the game, you know? Yeah. But so, yeah, I'm it's okay just something it. different. So I, I'm curious what they're going to do with it. I'm I'm excited for the nostalgia trip, though. Yes. So that'll be a fun yes. thing to experience. All right, then. Yeah, good things for the anime, looks like. Mm-hmm. It'll be better than the last arc. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> uh, that is it for the topic, guys. If you have any opinions on this anime, what you'd like to see from it, send it in to PokePodcast at gmail.com. We are going to kick it on over, though, guys, after this short break to the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. I bet you guys weren't expecting a new Puckle Tea Public commercial. Well, guess what? You're wrong. We got some new art, though, up on the show, on the store. You guys can check out the Grookey Gang shirt, join Team Sobble, or even the Score Bunny Squad. You could also get an awesome More Peco Don't Make Me Hangry shirt all over at the Tea Public store. The show, it, the link is always in the show notes. And of course, you can always just Google Puckle Tea Public store to get there. Anything you buy there helps us out. Uh, we dump it all back into the show just to give you a better auditory experience. Grab this Team Break shirt. I Actually, it's pretty tempting. I'm not going to lie. And also, yeah, uh, just go over there. Just do it now. Get get a Galarian Weezing shirt. Feel like a sir. And yeah, so let's kick it on over to the Pope of the episode. <laughs> And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Deck number 658, Greninja, the Ninja Pokemon. It's Alpha Sapphire slash Y entry states, It appears and vanishes with a ninja's grace. It toys with its enemies using swift movements while slicing through them, throwing stars of sharpened water. I didn't know it was graceful. I forgot that it had an Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire entry. Mm-hmm. It's the same as its XY entry, but it does have them. I forgot. I forgot that that was a thing. Like, it's been so long. I've been so spoiled by, uh, well, not spoiled. I've just become so acclimated to Summon Moon not having entries for things that I forget <laughs> that Pokemon have yeah, game used to en- it. entries from games that they weren't in or weren't introduced in. Uh, but yes, Greninja is actually a very good Pokemon, as some people could imagine. Um, it does have several good abilities. Um, the first one being Protein, which is its hidden ability. Um, which allows it to become whatever type of the move it used. Very useful. Uh, made Greninja very good and go to Ubers in Gen 6. And then it also gained in Gen 7 the additional ability Battle Bond, which is event only, and it can turn into Ash Greninja when it knocks out another Pokemon. It's a very cool Pokemon for that reason. Not to not to mention its base stats make it like probably one of the best starter Pokemon to ever exist. Absolutely. Need for speed. Uh, because it's got a base 122 speed, base 103 special attack, base 95 attack, 
Um, its defenses are defense is 67, special defense is 71, and HP 72. None of these things are like terrible. Ah, uh, 67 is kind of terrible. It's kind of terrible. Like they're like I the the one twenty two speeds really where it shines obviously but it's not Cartana levels of fragile but it's it, it's absurd. Cartana has a good at least one of the defenses is good it's it's interesting I mean as a starter though this is like hands down the best starter that was ever created. um Snivy is right there shut your mouth I <laughs> I will not I will not better. you cannot you cannot deny Greninja is absolutely better I cannot deny Greninja is better but the Snivy only can reason be- that Blaziken is better is ability this has stats and ability so this mm-hmm. is uh, in that way better yes uh so today we're not going to be focusing on Ash Greninja though because IMO it's very uh overused uh but um to s- <laughs> as it is in the tier but i we seth and uh claude actually made a bunch of teams revolving around volcarona uh this past week on battlecast yeah we actually hosted them yes they were made by community members and we reviewed uh the three that we got handed and it was a real good time just to kind of analyze team building strategy so if you are interested in hearing more about the different teams built around volcarona you can actually go ahead and listen to Battlecast over at the Puckle Plus feed, and you can just subscribe to it, maybe? Maybe? Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can give more listens to that, plus Puckle Live, plus Puckle TCG Cast, plus uh, Puckle Game Corner. Um, yeah, those are the four shows there right now. Um, so if you're really interested in that, go over there. So let's jump in. So these teams were built around Volcarona, but I do want to start with this Greninja, because it is a wonderful Greninja. It definitely feels a niche on this team, and was not what this team was built around. But... This Greninja has a Choice Scarf, it's Protean, with 252 attack, so it's a physical Greninja, which works still, actually, with 95 base attack. Four special attack, 252 speed, hasty nature, and it's running Rock Slide, Ice Beam, U-Turn, and Low Kick, which is honestly not that bad of a setup. It makes it a very different Greninja, in my opinion, as well. Uh, I'm not entirely sure that max speed's needed in with a base 122, but it's probably welcome just in case of like sticky webs and stuff like speed that. Speed ties. Yeah. Speed- and with the scarf, you outspeed most everything at plus one. Yes, I agree with that. And so it, it's, it's a cool Pokemon, though. It's a cool move set because, I mean, those those are all very good utility moves. And who cares if it's a water dark type because it's never going to be that again. Yep. Either rock slide, ice beam, U-turn, or low kick. Uh, but the, uh, the king of the show here is absolutely Volcarona. Uh, with the Psyche MZ, it's the Psyche MZ set, which is fantastic. It is a very fun and cool set. Um, it is Flame Body, 252 Special Attack, 4 Special Defense, 252 Speed. This is just like your very basic uh, Volcarona. Timid, Quiver Dance, Psychic, Hidden Power, Ground. Um, I think it's typically... The, the thing that is weird about this is I think Volcarona is typically... Correct me if I'm wrong, Seth. You, you may know more than I do. I think it's typically the psychic replaces hidden power ground on this set and you keep bug buzz. Typically, yes. But I can probably see it being this team being scared of Heatran, so I understand. Yeah. Uh, but yes, go ahead th- from there, buddy. You got it. There, there, there are more team members. The next core is starting with Tapu Fini holding leftovers. It's got the ability Misty Surge, EVs of 248 HP, 16 defense, 12 special attack, 40 special defense, and 192 speed with a careful, no, not careful, pardon me, calm, (laughs) calm nature. It's got Defog, Scald, Moonblast, and Taunt. The EVs are very weird, but they serve a very specific purpose. What What is this purpose? Please tell me. You got it. 12 special attack allows you to two-hit KO offensive Heatran with Scald. 
Okay. 192 speed with a calm nature allows you to outspeed modest Heatran. A lot of fear for the Heatran. A lot of fear for the Heatran. <laughs> well, when you're a team around Volcarona... Yeah. Everything beats Heatran. <laughs> 16 defense allows you to avoid a one-hit KO from Halucha. Okay. And the rest is just dumped into special defense. Fair enough. Fair enough. The next Pokemon is Mega Venusaur with the chlorophyll ability before, but I mean, it's going to become thick fat. EVs are 252 HP, 172 defense, 68 special defense, and 16 speed with a bold nature. Moves are Leech Seed, Sludge Bomb, Hidden Power Fire, and Synthesis. And Fire. the EVs for Venusaur. Hmm? Fi- I'm sorry, I was just being weird. Nah, you're good. PK Fire. Um, <laughs> y'all so weird. The EV spread allows Venusaur to survive two Dark Pulses from Specs, Greninja, after Stealth Rock. That's what the special defense is for. The rest is just dumped into physical defense to make it actually be able to counter things like Kartana, Mawile. It's a great switch into those as well as Magirna. It counters most forms of Magirna and can just outstall everything. It's a very potent water grass core to complement the Volcarona fire core. Yes, you're not wrong. And then you're just like, I'm going to finish it with these two bulky boys. Yep. And you know what really rocks my world? God. Stealth rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we needed this Jirachi to come through with the stealth rocks. Seth, I didn't know you can transpose your soul into Sublime. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how you did it, but you did. <laughs> oh, mm. he's rubbing off on me. All right, yeah. so it's the careful nature, you know. Got that leftover Serene Grace. We got that 248 HP, 188 in special defense, and 72 speed to outspeed. What? Modest Heatran Modest and Heatran. Timid Magirna. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, we got to outspeed that Heatran. We rock in the stealth rocks because it rocks. We got that iron head because flinching is, you know, something. Serene Grace. <laughs> Serene Grace. I mean, it's not fast, but if it's fast enough, it don't matter. You got that U-turn because we're just pivoting out. We're just here for the rocks, you know. And we got that healing wish because that Volcarona is going to set up. The, the Volcarona better not lose. <laughs> I don't know if you didn't know, but that Volcarona going to set up. Everybody, everybody's scared mm. of that Heatran. Mm. Yeah. So we got that healing wish. Hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your Heatran. This team's coming for you. Hide your Heatran. That's right. <laughs> we got the rocks. We got the rocks. And then we got Zapdos. Uh, he's pulling up the rear. You know, we got that leftovers with pressure. Uh, and we're going to do a timid nature. Because, yeah, why not? We got 248 speed, uh, HP. Why did I say speed? Uh, 188 defense and 72 speed. So, you know, you got the Jirachi rocking that special defense. We got the Zapdos rock and the physical defense. We got that discharge because, you know what, you want to be paralyzed and stuff. You got to be paralyzed in the stuff, you know. Then we got that heat wave and hidden power ice. So you got your coverage and you got roost because it's a bulky boy with them leftovers. Wait. And 72 speed lets it outspeed what? Timid, Timid Heatran. Heatran. <laughs> Heatran. Everybody hates Heatran. Everybody hates Everybody Heatran. hates Heatran. Everything on this team has a way of dealing with Heatran. We dislike Heatran. Is that why low kicks on Greninja? That is exactly why. What is Zapdos' way of dealing with Heatran? Discharge it to Discharge. death. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it can I'm pretty sure it could probably outstall Heatran. Especially with pressure on this particular one. Yeah. You can outlast the magma storms. Mm-hmm. Got that pressure. You're under pressure. Okay, moving on, though. That is it for this team. If you want to check out the team, you can check it out on the Discord server. It'll be on the Poke of the Episode team. And if listen you, to Battlecast. Yeah, and listen to Battlecast to get a better knowledge of how to build teams like this. 
Yeah. And it's, it's very, I'm very, it was a good show. You guys should go listen to it. Also, if you want a shiny Greninja, stop by patreon.com slash puckle podcast, join that $5 tier or the $10 tier, your choice, and grab a shiny Greninja. So on that note, that is going to be it. We are going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with the mailbag. And welcome to the Puckle Mailbag, the part of the show where we read your listener emails on the show. All you gotta do is send an email into pucklepodcast at gmail.com to get your email written on the sh- read on the show. If you are new to the show, this is this segment is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. That was exactly how it's supposed to sound. That is that is the normal sound. And, uh, and so we're going to give the Green Taurus badge to anybody we think is uh, interesting and good. Uh, I am very excited to read these emails, though. Last week, the question was, what Galarian evolutions would you like to see? And I am very excited to read these. So let's jump right on into it. Our first one is going to be from the Italian Baptist. Does he know Whimsicott? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. You're oh. assuming that he's actually like from Italy. Sorry. actually italian <laughs> like that, that's uh that's the real question hey guys this is my first time writing in i've been listening for a good chunk of time now on the drive to college and i always enjoy it this surf fetch thing is has me a little confused i was in the same camp as thatch as i thought there needed to be a galarian farfetched for it to evolve from but that doesn't seem to be the case ah okay so i'm gonna pause time out um so oh well so i wasn't on the show i wasn't on the show and I do want I, I don't know if it was said on the show or not, because I did not listen to it all the way through when I was editing. But um, the one thing I want to make clear is I think that there is a Galarian Farfetch'd. Um, and I have two reasons for it. One, this is the first evolution trailer for a Pokemon that we have ever gotten that does not show it actually evolving from the Pokemon yeah. previously. Um, two... Pokemon has been very tight-lipped about the Pokemon they've put into this game. We've gotten far fewer Pokemon revealed than we have in the past two previous Pokemon release cycles. Which makes me nervous. Uh, It doesn't make me nervous. I think they're being tight-lipped on purpose. Um, just to keep a lot of things behind closed doors. I think it's going to be, it's, it's going to be tighter than gen six where we, cause gen seven, we actually get all the starter revolutions shown to us before the game came out. Like even, uh, second, second stage. Um, uh, in Gen 6, we only got up to the first stage uh, shown, and then we had to find out second stage on our own. So I think this one's going to kind of be a bit more tight-lipped. I think for whatever strange reason, they're hiding Galarian Farfetch'd from us. I don't know why it is. Uh, my other piece of evidence for this as well is if you compare the language that the Obstagoon page on the Pokemon.com website uses to describe Linoon, the same language, the same exact type of language is used to describe Farfetch'd on the Surfetch'd page. Yeah. I don't know that that's a lot to go off of. Uh, I think it's uh, not. It's the two points make a line theory, but you know, three-ish, know three-ish, um, three-ish. It's like two and a half points. Um, but uh, on top of that, it's also if we if we want to set a precedent, um, like they did with Obstagoon, where they said, oh, some Pokemon and get like if you read like the press title for that, oh, some Pokemon evolve from. Uh, some Galarian forms can evolve further because of like environment and nonsense like that. If they want to be consistent in their own universe, they're already breaking it, like, right away. And po- I mean, the only precedent they need is that they don't need precedent. Uh, so Pokemon's been really good, though, in terms of evolutions, being really, really good about the precedent um, they've set in previous games. 
the only instance, like 100% the only instance where a new evolution method has come up that was available in a previous generation that uh, that kind of breaks their continuity, and I'm pretty sure it was an oversight, is literally yeah. Pyloswine to Mamoswine. Yep. Uh, that is the only time it's that's that's the only one time it happened because they came up with these new hey once this pokemon learns this move it can evolve and pilot swine in gen 3 could learn ancient power and then when it moved to eight, gen 4 it could also learn ancient power and then level up and turn into mammal swine that is the only time it's happened though and the pokemon has been very very good you can even look at see this in like the gen 2 beta like they were toying with the idea of just having uh ev evolve with the moonstone and become umbreon and then they're just like no it couldn't do that before let's not set that precedent Let's make our world consistent. And Pokemon's been very good about that until up until the National Deck scandal. Mm. And and that, that's where we'll leave that, though. Uh, but continuing on, uh, as I believe that there is a Galarian Farfetch'd and that the people on my Pokemon, my local Pokemon Go Facebook group are going to be sadly disappointed when they are saving all of these Farfetch'd to evolve into Surfetch'd. We don't know for sure, though, uh, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Of course, everybody's talking about a Dunsparce evolution, and I'm definitely looking forward to it with them. I hope there's a Dunsparce evolution, actually. That'd be great. But there's one Pokemon I feel could use more love with an evolution, and that would be Cherim. I'm a big fan of Cherry Blossoms, and I was incredibly excited this when the Sakura Pokemon was revealed back in Generation 4, but I was incredibly disappointed with its mediocre stats and the fact that it hides its adorable face the majority of the time. A Cherim evolution would be a nice chance to see to be... Uh, to be something truly beautiful i figure since they're closely related now would be a good time to talk about variants too if that's okay i find it interesting that we have only seen half of the pseudo legendaries we know so far the ones that haven't been shown are also uh some of the most popular ones dragonite salamence metagross garchomp so i can't imagine they can't they won't be back in some form why couldn't that form be galarian with Megas confirmed to be cut and the Unova Dragons likely not to return either, I could see Dratini, Bagon, and Gibble lines used to fill some of the holes in a creative way. One of them could be Fire Dragon, another one could be Electric Dragon, the other one could be Ice Dragon. I'll leave it to you to speculate which is which. Uh, I don't know that that's going to happen. I think they're going to try to be fresh and not put in Dratini. Um, I would not be surprised. Keep up the great work. I look forward to many positive experiences listening to Puckle's, the Puckle Crew's wacky hijinks. And he spelled it like jinx, like the Pokemon, like the one that got banned from the anime. Thanks, <laughs> Tony. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate that email. Uh, and then Seth got tired of me talking. So, Seth, I'll let you talk now. <laughs> Why did I get tired of you talking? Uh, I don't know. Because you didn't say anything anyway. and I made you sleepy. I don't know. I'll buy you a coffee when we go to Dragon Con. Perfect. If Sounds we go to Dragon to Con, but I want to go. When to we go Con. to Dragon Con, I, when is Dragon Con? September. Oh, cool. So it's like next year. I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Like uh, I, I'm a, I'll make tentative plans for that. Actually. Yeah. Done. Okay. Go ahead. P. McGee. You got it. Hello, Puckle Crew. P. McGee back with more thoughts on some Galarian evolutions I would like to see in Sword and Shield. Most of these are ones I've discussed in the past, so this time I'll better expand on the rationales behind their typing. Mag Cargo. So he's given kind of pseudo-dex entry things, which is kind of neat. So here we go. Constantly attacked by various ground types and their shells destroyed, Mag Cargo have been forced to flee into forests where they're protected by many grass-type Pokemon. That could be one we see in Tanglewood. Or Glenwood (laughs) Tangle. On Friday, when I just have my t- computer screen at work on it, and then I'm going to break it out at work. There's going to be a grass cargo sliding across my screen. 
<laughs> anyway, over time, they've slowly rebuilt their shells out of the various foliage they've forgotten in their old homes. Fueled by the anger of their lost habitat, some of these macargo have evolved into fire grass snails with a peculiar slugma-like extremity protruding out the side, kind of like the little flame that the other ones have. These new evolutions have been found returning to their old habitats and even some waterfronts where they wait for ground or water Pokemon to attack their ex- extremity their lure basically while they're hidden in their bush-like shell they release unrelenting fury on any pokemon that attacks the decoy new ability verdu that has the damage from water and ground type that's kind of cool that that ability might be too much mm, it's already no. a grass type it's already a grass yeah type. it's already a grass type that's a quarter damage i mean it's like thick fat but it just becomes different. half damage because it's neutral so oh is it neutral is it oh it's fire gra- oh no no he calls it he says it's gonna be fire grass oh yeah fire grass fire which grass, makes it neutral water. Yeah, which I make it neutral. Uh, but fire grass is also like if they make a fire grass Pokemon before they make jalapeno, I'm gonna be upset. <laughs> he gonna be jalapeno business about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey. Next one, Girafferig. Within the Galar region, the Girafferig have gathered around an ancient stone formation imbued with psychic powers. This has caused the previously dormant half of Girafferig to fully form into an equal half, akin to the original Girafferig design, and they are now psychic dark. Pokemon with a now equal no pool from both light and da- light and dark halves. These giraffes struggle to maintain a balance. The ones surrounded by goodness are eventually enveloped by the light and evolve into a psychic fairy Pokemon, while the ones that are isolated or abused become fully possessed by the dark half and evolve into a dark ghost type. Both versions grow Pegasus-like wings and have a similar design. Ability levitate. So, so the per- first half of this, I I'm sitting here going, I didn't know that we were talking about a Star Wars novel. Right? Yeah, I was just like, I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, must go to the light side. Expanded universe. Don't go Giraffic. to the frick. <laughs> I got real big. I don't know if you guys ever played the video game Black and White. Not Pokemon. No. Black no. and White, the computer video game by no. EA and Liongate. No. No. You are a god, and you are, a, like, making this world with your people, and the decisions you make as this god are either good or bad. And Can I get this on Steam? Change. I don't know. Maybe. But I love it. It's a fantastic game. You can throw lava at people. Like I, I like the idea of most of the games you play, by the mm. way, on PC. It's just that <laughs> most of them involve a time commitment that I'm just not prepared for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this one's great, though. It was one of my favorite. I'm getting a very black and white or black and white 2 feel from this. I've always wanted them to do something with Giraffe Rig. I mm-hmm. think I think Giraffe Rig's one of those with potential. I agree with that. Yeah, would have been a great option for a mega, but you know, that time has I passed, think you could so. fill that void fill that sentence with any Pokemon that's standalone from Gen 2. Uh, Stantler, I can leave Stantler as is. No, Stantler needs help. Please don't. So, no, no. no Shuckle, we, Shuckle don't need nothing. There you go. Shuckle's fine. So the answer to the question is there are too many there's you can't make all the Pokemon good. Or then nobody no. is, okay? And so... <laughs> Thank you, Syndrome, for your yep. guest appearance. Exactly. You can't make him, you can't make him, like, you let Giraffe Rig just be a Giraffe Rig. We need the PU tier. Yeah. The PU tier has to exist. I doubt it's good in PU, though. Speaking of the PU tier, he's got one more Pokemon. Dugong. Although not combatant, Dugong and Lantern have begun to occupy similar sea oh. caverns within the Galar region. How does that make you feel? I'm okay with this one. I read this before yeah. beforehand, and I'm okay with this yeah, one. Yeah, I think this one made the rounds. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's neat. Uh, and the Dugong have been increasingly exposed to their electric shocks. As an adaptive tool, they've learned to store this in their ever-growing horn. 
When this horn reaches significant size, the dugong evolve into an electric ice that resembles a cross between a narwhal and a sea lion. Ability, lightning rod, and swift swim. That's cool. I like the whole symbiotic relationship things that they've been implementing. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of like world building. I'm really okay with Dugong getting something like this. I like this idea a lot. We also don't have an ice electric type yet, so I'm, I'm uh, really Rotom. okay with it. Rotom. Okay, but Rotom. does that count? Yes. Like, nobody... Is Rotom wash in electric water? It is, yes. but like... Then Rotom Frost is electric ice. As far as I'm concerned, there's like three forms of Rotom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's there's Rotom wash. Uh, there's four. There's Rotom wash. Rotom I think pre- Rotom Frost is good in lower tiers, isn't it? Yeah, it's I good. I feel like it it's is. It's pretty scary. Bolt beam yeah. coverage is hard to deny. Stab bolt beam. So, oh, there you go. back to Giraffe Rig, it might be untiered, okay? but Yeah, I don't think it's even PU. It's that bad. Give it something. But it did get something in Gen 7 that I think is worthy to notice. For some reason, Giraffe Rig got access to Psychic Fangs, and that is terrifying. It's is gonna it? bite you. He's got he's got a full on base eighty attack. Okay, he might be able to do something with that one day. That's I'm almost scurred. talent flame level attack. <laughs> yeah. He might be able to do something with that one day, and he can anyway, sap wrapping up. Yeah, wrapping up. That's all I have for this week. Is there a specific Galar evolution you would like to see, and what is the lore you use to rationalize the evolution? Catch you on the uh, flip flop, P. Miggy. That's a lot of thought that I have to put into something on the spot. So like, I, I was on the last episode, so I already answered it. There you go. That's my answer. I answered it in spirit. Yeah, you mentioned one. Thatch, do you just have one that you would like to see? I don't know. Galarian Farfetch'd. Um, ha ha ha. That's my joke uh, for today. But um, tis, I don't know. I, 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 I'd rather them make that decision because the one thing I've learned about the Pokemon company uh, and Game Freak specifically throughout like all of the time of doing it is that no matter what I think, um, my idea is probably worse than theirs, and they will give me something that I've never expected. Like, I wouldn't have expected Galarian Weezing. I also wouldn't have expected it to be a poison fairy type. Yeah. And I think that's an amazing Pokemon, and I think that's it's such a beautiful. good idea, and I would have never thought about it. So anything I think of isn't going to be as good as theirs. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be really interesting to... Like, the Macargo idea is okay. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Uh, I, I would like to see... I don't know. Uh, Sandshrew was so good in Alola too. Oh my gosh, I did not expect that, and it's it's quickly become like one of my favorite Pokemon. It sucks type wise, um, but it's it's yeah. such it's such a cool Pokemon design wise. Ah oh, man, I, I don't have an answer. I, I'm sorry, I don't have an answer. There's just there's so, so many cool things that could happen. I mean, there's yeah. 800 things that could happen too. Exactly, so. exactly. And I I don't know what I I don't know that there's anything I could wish for. Um, and say like I'm just re- like that's the one thing that I like about regionals is that I I'm just constantly surprised about them because it's not something that I'd be like yeah that's something I want yeah. you know and it's always something that's out there too because they're willing to, they're willing to take a Pokemon and just rethink it entirely uh, example mm-hmm. example being um, which one is it uh, like like Marowak like they just were just like yeah completely out there here you go here's yeah. Marowak and it's just like wow that's nutso um, and I I can't do that I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, they do a much better job than me. Um, but yeah, one more email. It is from uh, Doc Knox today. This is all you sublime. Ahoy, Puckle. It's day 120 of the expedition to Galar. Reflecting on trends today, Galar mythos should favor grass, ghost, dark, fairy, and dragons. Thinking of opening a gym when I get back to Redacted. I'm feeling abyss theme. What kind of gym would Ash have? Does he have a specialty? What about you, fine folk? End of vlog. 
Notorious Dr. Noximus. Sent from my sinister submarine. Uh, Ash would have an electric type gym that's just him using Pikachu. Ash would have a not fully evolved gym. (laughs) Yeah, an light gym. (laughs) But he forgot to give any of them Eviolite. (laughs) To be Uh, fair, like, before Sun and Moon and before, like, um, well, granted, right now he's got, like, a fully evolved team, like, all of a sudden, minus Rowlet. And I guess Toracat. And Pikachu. He always got that unevolved Pikachu. That doesn't count anymore. But we know, like, we all know that Torcat's going to evolve in, in the battle against the Incineroar. We all know this is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but it, but he's got, like, an Agonadel now. And he's got, yeah. he's got a Melmetal. And he's got, uh, what's the other thing? Lycanroc. And he pulled a full-on Tobias and is yeah. like, okay, here's all the legends. Yeah. It, it, I thought that was, I thought that was funny. Um. But yeah, I think I honestly I don't know I, he'd probably run an electric gym with only Pikachu as his Pokemon and say that you can only use ground types because he wants to show you that he can beat your ground type. Yeah. <laughs> and then he doesn't and wonders why. Why didn't it work? Oh no! Uh, but that is it for the mailbag this week. Is there anybody you guys thought was uh, particularly good? I like Italian Baptist actually this week. Is he Italian? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I think we give him the Green Taurus badge anyway. And Italian, you need to tell us. Are you Italian? Come and to the Discord get... server and tell us. That's how you get. And then your we badge. will get your green. <laughs> yep. And Do you then... know Whimsicott? That's the question. Yep. And then, of course, that is uh, that is it for the mailbag. But if you want to email us in next week, let us know what you think of this new direction the anime is taking. Who do you think this character is going to be? Or tell me who it is because you're probably going to hear about the reveal before the show comes out. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, tell us what you think about who he is. Yeah, th- tell us everything you think about this new anime. Everything, just every thought that could possibly come to your mind about it. In a concise manner, or we won't read it. Yeah, under 500 words, please. <laughs> uh, well, let's say under, like, 300 words, please. Under four words, please. Cool. Maybe <laughs> good. <laughs> um, and that is it for that is it for the mailbag, though. If you want to catch up on more Puckle stuff, though, come to the Discord. Great way to keep up with us. Uh, but also go to Puckle Plus, listen to Battlecast, like Seth was. T- we were talking about earlier. Seth would love Woo-hoo. you. Yes, I would. And then, of course... You can uh, you can come over and just enjoy plenty of our social media antics over at Twitter, Facebook, which we barely use anymore, Instagram, and also uh, Discord. Yeah, I said Discord twice, and that's fine. Um, and then it's very if, important. It warrants it. If you want some video content, because Puckle's diving into that realm in several different places, first, you can go to YouTube.com slash Puckle Podcast. We still need like 94,000 watch minutes to be repartnered. So help us out, guys. Just play the podcast on an infinite loop <laughs> and and get us those watch minutes that we need. Uh, finally, though, uh, if you want to catch up on live stuff and you want to watch the Nuzlocke that are on the YouTube live, you should come over to twitch.tv slash the Puckle podcast. We're probably going to start doing giveaways of anime gravy art as well on that. So if you want to get in on that, you can do it. I typically stream around 730 Eastern on thursdays and typically one other day throughout the week i will note that i am going to japan though in the coming week and the schedule is going to be all wonky so please keep that in mind um and do not expect thatch to be streaming while he's in japan because thatch needs a vacation thatch needs a vacation thatch needs a vacation okay moving on um and if you want uh, to help support the show you can also go to twitch use your twitch prime sub or you can go to t public get a cool tapestry with seth um and wear it around your neck when you go to dragon con yeah. And uh, finally, you can uh, also go to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. Get cool shinies, get cool badges, get Puckle trading cards. It's, it's a crazy way to do it. So go on over there. Be on the Puckle Live Show. Uh, that's also another thing. So yeah, that is going to be it, guys. 
I am I have been Trainer Thatch. I will continue to be sublime. And I am still Seth Vilo. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Hey Thatch, do you need a vacation? <laughs> As always, we here at Pucko would like to thank our patrons for helping support the show and waiting very patiently for the rewards because the badges will be on their way later this week. Uh, I'm going to send out everything, even if you're not, but I'm going to be doing the, uh, what's it called? The, the September, the August, September, and uh, October rewards are all going out at the same time. You're going to get three badges in your next bundle. Uh, so hopefully you will stay true and you will still patron us next month as well. Uh, <laughs> and then we're going to have to come up with new prizes for you guys because I don't know what we're going to do after October. So we're going to go ahead and do that. But let's thank all of our patrons. Thank you to Greg, Viger, Duly Noted, Rob, Josh, Alex, Keegan, Ilaria, OG Paladin, Sean, Michael, Paul, Dexio, Chris, Jin, Miguel, Apollo, Corey, Rotted Mushroom, Mr. Panda, Titan Killer, Lane, Lord Korbnik, Ryan, Seth Vilo, Wade, Marcus, Kinkovic, Enharmonia, Alolan Dergs, Tank, Claude Nine, Bodtech, Chris, Swampertata, Joseph, Christopher, Joshua, Zane, Doc McStuffles, Cody, the Golden Klefki, the British Gent, Trevor, Mark, TJ, Ryan, Doc Knox, Dennis, Echo, Jonathan, Disco Calypso, Taylor, Charles, uh, Allegionary, there we go, Maxi, Shambles, Justin, Tim, 
Andrew, Old Man Tup, Zephyr, David, Chris, Jeremy, Louise, Justin, South, Locke, Jordan, Zach, Graham, Greg, Alec, Jegler, Mikey, Kevin, Josh, Dark Flame, Zarni, Halfwell Reviews, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Huitku, Shira, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Kevin, Orange Avenger, Steve, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Dylan, Joseph, Franco, Traby, Cordell, and Julia. Thank you to all of you. You make the world go round here at Puckle, and we really appreciate Look out for those rewards coming here in the near future. Also, live show. I think we're going to plan for something this Friday, uh, the 13th, so watch out for that on Patreon. We're going to see if we can get a live show going. All right, guys. Thanks a lot, and I hope to catch you all on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.